0: Support for this show is brought to you in part by Constant Contact. If you own a small business, you know well that success is all about relationships. That's why Constant Contact's email marketing makes it easy to connect with new customers and stay in touch with the ones you already have. See how you can be a marketer with a free trial at ConstantContact.com podcast. Welcome to The Ziegler Show. This is episode 452. Today, we hear a message from the legend of motivation and inspiration, the champion of personal development, Zig Ziegler himself. Today, he walks us through some stats and reality of success in the workplace, being highly dependent on the value of our relationships, even eclipsing our mastery of the job itself. The great news is it's something we can change
1: But take it now. That's the key. Take it now. You can have everything in life you want if you'll just help enough other people get what they want. Today is a brand new day, and it's yours.
0: Hi everyone, this is Kevin Miller, your host of The Ziggler Show, where we focus on the necessary personal development tools for your personal and career success highlighting inspiration and motivation which Zig has taught us is the fuel for everything else and a culture of how to do the Ziglar message is spreading like wildflower to address the first step how to be well folks Ziglar headquarters is in Plano Texas a stone's throw from Dallas and Every month, select people gather there for Ziegler events, teaching, training, and equipping to not only radically change your life, but the lives of others. You can go to Ziegler.com and check out life-changing programs, many of which you can participate in online and upcoming events. Those are the ones where you actually go to the headquarters and join the Ziegler family face-to-face right there, but we have more and more people attending those events who have cited this podcast, this show as what ultimately motivated them to finally take a a big step to take action and go participate. So thank you for all who did, and just encourage you to go check out ziggler.com and see how you can get involved for your own benefit. Okay. So I've got a clip for you from Zig. It's about nine minutes long and he hits on four Topics uh, number one, the value of appreciating others, number two, treating everyone like a VIP, number three, expecting the best from others so you can get the best from them, and number four, treating everyone with care and respect. Uh, but let me give you a caution here. this is not about merely being humanitarian of the year or Mr. or Mrs. Nice Guy. The point is teaching us how we can have far greater success in our life and work. And quite honestly, if you really pay attention to the message and then think about your own behavior as I did when I listened to this, chances are you'll recognize and have to admit that the qualities Zig is espousing here are not up to par in your life. We could do better. Uh, But again, the great news is we can address this right now. We can take action today and tomorrow and immediately begin uh, increasing and securing our success so here is zig and then of course we'll spend a moment digging in to those four topics
1: let me uh plead guilty one saturday afternoon uh, several years ago i was coming back from out of town trip i stopped by the office to pick up my mail And as I did so, Lisa Carpenter, who worked with us at that time, uh, was walking out the door. And I said, Lisa, what are you doing here on Saturday afternoon? She said, well, I just came by to pick up the supplies I need for the training session I'm conducting this afternoon. All of a sudden, it hit me just like a ton of bricks. We had hired Lisa when she was still in school as a part-timer. She was a neat pleasant uh, student and a very bright worker. But I had in all of my travels, I had not spent a lot of time talking with Lisa and I had completely forgotten the fact that she was one of the most capable speakers and staff members we had. I had not in my mind kept pace with her growth. It's One of the most serious mistakes we make in management. That's one of the reasons that a lot of people go and seek greener pastures elsewhere because they say, well, I cannot get recognition here and respect for what I'm doing. That's a very important point. Now, let me stress here, you treat people like you see them and the way you treat them determines that relationships. Uh, a, A number of years ago, A young lady went to work for the Hilton uh, hotel chain. She was doing quite well. She got word that uh, Mr. Hilton himself was going to be a guest in the hotel the next day. She had never seen him, and so she was nervous and uptight. And she asked other clerks there, have you ever seen Mr. Hilton? They had not seen him either. And she said, but that he was going to be a guest in the hotel. And she got all uptight. She said, oh boy, I hope that uh, I don't foul up if I'm the one who checks him in. Well, the next evening, uh, she got a call from Mr. Hilton. He said, you know, when I uh, checked in this afternoon, you were so professional, you were so gracious, you were so friendly. I'm so delighted to have you as a member of the staff. Now, the interesting thing is, she never knew that he had checked in. She had been treating everybody all day long Every male that checked in, he thought, baby, this is Milton Hilton. The thought hit me as I read that little example, why don't we treat everybody like they're VIPs? Would it make a difference in the relationships we have with them? I think we all know the answer to that. Let me say that your happiness is determined more by the success of your relationships than any other single thing. I'll get into it later, but let me also say this. If you're not getting along well with the people who are important to you, you're one more miserable human being. Your relationships will have a direct bearing on your effectiveness on the job. They'll have a direct bearing on your health. They'll have a direct bearing on your happiness. They'll have a direct bearing on your hope and your security and every other thing. If the relationships are not going good, you start finding fault with everything you do. Now, you know, early on in the first session, we fitted you with a pair of glasses and we've already learned that the way you see your business is going to play a major role in how effective you are in that business. In other words, your business is not out there. Your business is right here between your ears. And the way you see yourself has a direct bearing on how effective you are in your relationships because if you can get along with you, then it's infinitely easier to get along with others. By now you should be comfortable with the way you see yourself so you can easily adjust and properly see others. That's important because, again, the way you see them determines the way you treat them, and the way you treat them determines their performance. Now, nowhere, nowhere is discipline more important than it is in the way we deal with people. You know, when you meet somebody who's rude and nasty and obnoxious, the inclination is so strong to bite back at them, but the future that you have in a lot of companies is determined by that relationships. According to executive recruiters, seven people out of ten who lose their job, lose it because they do not have the right kind of relationships. There are personality conflicts. Now, basically, we live in a self-centered, I want to be me, I want to be free society. That's what everybody, you know, let it all hang out. Let me express myself. Let me just insert a word here about the concept of freedom. A lot of the songs have the refrain, I want to be free. But you take the train off the tracks, it's free, but it can't go anywhere. You take the steering wheel out of the automobile, it's absolutely under the direction and control of no one, but it can't move. Think about it in this light. The sailor only has freedom of the seas when he or she has become an absolute slave to the compass. Until you're absolutely obedient to the compass, you've got to stay within sight of shore. Now, once you're obedient to that compass, then you can go anywhere in the world. The boat you're on will take you when we become disciplined so that we do not utter everything that's on our mind, when we control our voice, then we can, in fact, have a better opportunity to get ahead in life. Do you respond uh, to the way people treat you or do you react to the way they treat you? I love the story of the Berlin Wall. When it was erected, there, obviously, with a lot of construction, you have, uh, you know, a lot of garbage and trash and so forth. The East Germans took uh, a lot of that garbage and trash before the wall was sealed and they hauled it over to West Berlin. There's not a the huge dump load truck full of it. Well, the West Berliners got pretty unhappy about that. They decided they were going to load up a dozen uh, truckloads of garbage and haul it back. But wiser heads prevailed and they got together a huge truckload of food and medicine and blankets and they sent it back across with a little note. Each gives what each has to give. What do we return? What is... In it for us, you might ask. Let me tell you what happens when we adopt the kind of attitudes I'm talking about. According uh, to Norman Scheidel, a group becomes a team when each member is sure enough of himself or herself and one's contribution that they can praise the skill, abilities, and contributions of others. Again, back to the self-image. When you're comfortable with yourself, fear and prejudice goes right out the window.
0: Folks, Pro Flowers is supporting this episode of the Ziggler Show, and they have a fail-proof way to make us all look like pros for Valentine's or anytime. On top of their already low prices, right now you can get two dozen assorted roses with free glass vase. For $29.99 plus shipping and handling or upgrade. And for $9.99 more, you can get two dozen long stemmed assorted roses with premium base and chocolate. So just go to proflowers.com. Use my code true performance. Again, that's true performance. You can pick your flowers and check out in two minutes. I mean, the folks at ProFlowers they sent me some so I could have a personal experience for this promotion. I got a box of absolutely perfect roses, plus the vase. I drove home, put the flowers in the vase, and added a bit of water as I walked in, and my wife's jaw dropped. Uh, One, because I brought her flowers, but two, she went on and on about how quality they were. She's used to what I've brought home in the far past from the grocery store or wherever. Pro flowers bouquets are guaranteed to last seven days or your money back. You can't beat the price and convenience at all, ProFlowers takes care of the details. You just sit back and look awesome as I got to last week. So go again, order. You can forget about it then. Two dozen assorted roses with free glass vase for $29.99 plus shipping and handling or upgrade for $9.99 more. You can get two dozen long stem assorted roses with premium vase and chocolate. Again, go to ProFlowers.com. Use my code TRUEPERFORMANCE. Well, so Zig begins telling the story of an employee where it dawned on him that he'd not kept track of, not appreciated and supported and utilized. So first, I, as always, appreciate his humanity. It should make us all feel some grace for ourselves and some hope. Grace, because even the king of positivity and encouragement and one of the greatest humanitarians of all time, still got busy, life happened, business happened, and he neglected a key employee as he cited. But it also gives us hope because as Zig likes to remind us, if he can do it, we can too, because he was just as faulty as the rest of us. In this, he takes away our excuses to not follow in his footsteps and go beyond is what he would desire. But here he took again, an employee for granted to his own detriment. He realized it, corrected it and then benefited in the future so this is something again we can all do and emulate today i think we can all think of people if we stop that we have in the past neglected we have not uh, appreciated we have not supported and uh, hopefully we can think of some people right now though as i thought about that i thought you know there's some people i would love to go back it's been years even and just shoot them a note of encouragement for what they did back then even if i think that I showed them enough appreciation. Who would not like to receive something out of the blue that uh, supports them, that lifts them up? That's what Zig would have us do, and that's what we'll all benefit from. Well, as in the message, Zig goes on, he talks of the many employees who leave jobs due to lack of respect and recognition. And Chances are you've heard this, this quote before, this stat. Uh, that's what people want most is appreciation above money and above benefits. Of course we want those things, but but he's talking about when we look at the reasons why someone left, it is seldom those things. Oh, I wasn't making enough money. I wasn't given enough benefits. I wasn't given yada yada. It's that I was not appreciated. People can't endure that long enough. I have seen people go a lot longer, not getting the money they think they deserve, but if they're well appreciated, they will stick it out for a long time long time. So chances are that you, like I have, have heard this. Okay. This isn't the first time you've heard that. Yes. People want appreciation, but have you done anything about it as a result? That's what I asked myself especially if you're an employee, it's easy to hear that and go, okay, that's a message for employers. They need to show appreciation. You can sit there as an employee and go, yeah, exactly. That's what I want. But I think this is something that Zig would say, this is something we all need to and can utilize for our benefit and the benefit of others. If you have a spouse, it's relevant. If you have kids, it's relevant. Of course, if you have employees, it's relevant. As a business owner, I also know it's relevant with my vendors. They can give me better service, better prices. Uh, They can cater to me a lot, and they like appreciation. Now, what if you are an employee, though? Your boss or your manager? Yes, as, as an employee, you can be the bigger person, or you can be the initiator. And again, you're doing this for your benefit. What your boss or manager wants most is appreciation, and that's something that you can give And you can benefit from, I mean, this, this takes us back to Zig's foundational quote. You can have everything in life you want. If you will just help other people get what they want and what do those other people want appreciation. So you can give it to them again for your own benefit as well as theirs. And, and folks on this, I'll admit, I think some of you guys will relate. This is not a natural inclination of mine to just vocally affirm and give appreciation to people. Uh, I actually think thoughts of gratitude and appreciation for others, a good bit, even my kids. And then I'll realize that, Oh my gosh, I I am more of a thinker than a talker and I can go forever, not actually speaking it. Uh, And I can easily bypass the chance to tell people, which makes it irrelevant. Then if I don't let them know This is the habit I have to prompt myself to do. I will say though, that I do utilize the form of communication I like most, which is writing. And I do tend to do it more there, uh, whichever way the point is doing it, not just thinking it, but actually doing something about it. I mean, with my current employees, I'll i I'll still go for a while often realize, gosh, I'd missed it. And my partner and I both, neither of us are are dramatically great at this. And so sometimes we'll plan a lunch. We have one next week. We'll plan a lunch and just take intentional time and really acknowledge them. And again, as a guy who likes to write, I probably find a reason every quarter or so to gift them with something and include a card. It could be their birthday. It could be out of the blue. It could be a holiday, whatever, whatever the reason. Uh, But I'll tell you, I've gotten some of the most heartfelt thank yous of gratitude from those cards and words of appreciation that they can then hold on to. And what you realize is how lacking people are in their lives of actually receiving encouragement And support. I I think I'm fortunate in my own life that I do get that, but there's nobody that does not need more. And there's an awful lot, especially for those of you who maybe are in a place where you do get some, you've got to realize that the majority of people do not get it. It's not because they don't warrant it, they just may not be in a, uh, a, a social arena where it is given out. They may be somewhat isolated or just in a place where it's just not the norm, unfortunately. And you've got to realize when you do that, it is gold in somebody's life. Well, Zig's next story was about the girl who worked at Hilton and she was hoping to impress Mr. Hilton, who was told to, uh, he was going to be checking in the next day. She didn't know what he looked like. So she just treated everyone like it could be him all day long. Brilliant analogy. and Zig asked, why don't we treat everyone like a VIP? Uh, it's interesting. One of the things that drew me to Zig Ziglar as a youth. So my dad, many of you guys have heard him, Dan Miller, uh, 48days.com, who's been on the show many times. And I was privileged to have him teach me up in uh, with, with his own wisdom and the wisdom of a lot of people. Zig Ziglar was at the top of the list. And we got to go to a lot of the seminars, a lot of the big arenas where all the big names would come speak. And I got to be behind the scenes folks. So you name the big names back then in Zig's prime time, when you'd go to those events and there's 30,000, 50,000 people. Well, my dad would connect with people there and we would often volunteer to help them sell product. Okay. That was the thing. They'd get up there on stage. They were paid their speaker's fee, but then they were selling thousands and tens of thousands of dollars of product uh, at the back. After they spoke, they would drive people to that. So we'd volunteer. well, through that, I got to go behind the scenes with a lot of these huge names. So here I am as a kid. I know these names. Some of them are huge celebrities. And I got to go behind the scenes. Well, what happened out of that, and it's one of the reasons I'm sitting here today, Zig Ziglar was the same guy behind the scenes as he was on stage. He looked you in the eye. He cared. You thought he was the, you were the only guy in his presence. He, and he was so authentic and so real. Uh, that's what made him the, I think at the top of the list the the paramount guy of that time. And now why his name is the voice of inspiration, motivation, the brand of trust today that it is. I saw other people whose names I won't, I won't, I won't name. Um, but they were on stage, big celebrities and behind the scenes, they weren't the same person. They did not treat people so well. They did not give them the respect that they deserved, and it was very, uh, it was very daunting as a kid to see that. Very disappointing to see that. And I later came as, as I grew up and got into business. And I later came to pay real attention. And I do this today at restaurants. That's where you end up, you know, in, in kind of a real life scenario with other people. And I've been at meals with a lot of influential people. I'm grateful that I get to do that now, and it's eye opening to watch them and see how they treat servers. And there's some, uh, that treat them like royalty. I saw Zig do that at his favorite restaurant across the street from what's now the old Ziegler headquarters. And he treated them like it was his family. Uh, and yet others, and I do this today. Sometimes it'll be, it'll be leaders of big ministries, pastors, leaders of big organizations, authors, experts, authorities, and they treat the servers like servants even. And it's, uh, again, very disappointing, but that's what Zig's talking about. Why don't we treat everybody like a VIP? Because the point is what goes around comes around. What we sow is what we reap. As Zig likes to say, what we put out is what we get back. Before we get into Zig's next couple points, I want to thank Zip Recruiter for sponsoring this episode of The Ziggler Show. So as we have so many business owners in the Ziggler audience and just leaders in your organization, if you hire people, you know, you need quality team members. And do you know where to post your job to find the best candidates? Posting your job in one place is just not enough to find quality candidates. I know I've gone through that hassle. If you want to find the perfect hire, you need to post your job on all the top job sites. And now you can with ziprecruiter.com. You can post your job to a hundred plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. Find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll in to ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. No juggling emails or calls to your office. Quickly screen candidates, rate them, and hire the right person fast. Find out today why Zip Recruiter has been used by over one million businesses. And right now, Ziggler listeners can post jobs on Zip Recruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com/free trial. That's ZipRecruiter.com/free trial. I want to take you real quick through some quotes that Zig threw out to us. He said, your happiness is determined more by the success of your relationships than any other single thing. Wow. I mean, think about that and think about yourself and others. Think of those in your life who are generally unhappy, not real bubbly folks. How are their relationships? And those who are happy, who seem to always have a joy and a spring in their step and their spirit, how are their relationships? I mean, to what Zig said, by far and large, he understood that people who are happy, who are joyful, who are hopeful, have healthier relationships. Don't we all want to be that I mean, folks, I'm a people pleaser, admittedly. I don't function well in any arena where there are unhealthy relationships, not only between me and others, but even in my vicinity, uh, the home front as Zig is, uh, he always talks about as the number one place is number one for me. Of course, next quote, he said, the way you see others determines the way you treat them and the way you treat them determines their performance. Jesus, that convicting And somewhat hard when I, so when I allow myself to be critical of someone, someone who deserves it in essence, sounds mean, but I mean, they did something wrong or they're being wrong. But when I'm critical of them, my treatment of them can't help but decline. And then so does their performance and treatment of me in return. So I'm in a sense, spiting myself. If I want their best, I must treat them with my best, no matter what. I mean, this is what true respect is, not treating people according to their performance or behavior or feelings about them, but treating them according to just the fact that they're a living human, that we are going to be best off on all fronts to treat them with respect, to treat them well. That's an easy one to say, an easy one to nod to. It's a difficult one to actually live out, and yet it's a strength, a discipline that we can all do, and it pays off in droves for everybody. Zig's next quote, seven out of 10 who lose their job, lose it because they do not have the right kind of relationships, personality conflicts. And I I'd want to add, I think some that's it's often personality or relationship voids, not even just conflicts. I think many would say that, oh gosh, I'm nice. I don't have any conflicts with anyone at work, but uh, which may be true. And but there are many where I'd say, are there any relational bonds? If not, it's a void. That means there's no loyalty, and we're not going to get any benefit. I think that's some place where we can get caught up in. Matter of fact, I think we see often people fall on two sides in this topic: those who do have good relationship skills and healthy relationships, and they may not do the best work, and they may lose their job and be frustrated because they are a good guy or or gal. That is likable and trustworthy, but trustworthy. But it is a business. I mean, there is a bottom line. But on the other side, we often have those who focus on their skills and abilities and the job, period. And they don't put much thought and/or effort into relationships. And this is of course far more common. I mean, you've got your college degree, you know the work, you're on time, you do a good job, maybe even a great job, but you don't have good relationships. You haven't put the effort into creating good relationships i mean there's enough competition in the workforce these days that to solidify your success you need both and in that scenario i think that number one the folks who may not be the best but they have good relationships are generally going to win out in the in success in the workplace and in life overall i mean corporations these days folks are lamenting the younger generation especially their lack of soft skills I mean, type that, type soft skills into a search engine. You'll be amazed by how much information that you get. Uh, But when you type it in, the first definition that I found was it said personal, uh, that soft skills are personal attributes that enable someone to interact effectively and harmoniously with other people. Well, folks, soft skills are seldom taught at home. Were you taught them? Are you teaching them to your children? If you have them, they're not generally taught at home. They aren't taught in grade school for sure or college unfortunately they aren't often if ever taught at church because being nice uh, can sometimes just be an absence of being mean that's not engaging in soft skills and creating healthy relationships you know on this topic i you know i like to give resources whenever whenever possible Uh, one of the all-time best in this scenario is how to win friends and influence people by dale carnegie I don't know when it was written. It was a long time ago. And it's still on the bookshelves of your world leaders today. It's an unprecedented book. It's, uh, do your favor, do yourself a favor and get it. I have a super old copy. I incentivize my kids to read parts of it. We talk about it a lot. It's incredible. Obviously any Zig resource. I mean, Zig, this is a part of everything Zig does. If you're listening to the podcast, listening to his messages, you're getting a lot of this. I'd encourage you to get some of the books, get some of his audios, get deeper into Zig's materials, because this is at the heart of everything that he talks about every message that he has. Well, Zig ends by making a commentary on our self-centered society. And as he talked, that might've been 20 years ago that he gave that message. Today we have, uh, what many people are saying is a very entitled culture, self-centered, but, uh, but the, the label that we get, uh, folks get is very entitled, especially again with our younger folks, but also a culture that wants to be authentic you authenticity is a big phrase right now a big term which I do understand and appreciate but it has some dangers and I want to end today by just hitting on that if I don't like you but I make an effort to reach out and be encouraging and nice is that being unauthentic is that being fake is that acting I have a 20 year old daughter who has struggled with this in the past uh, in essence, and I'm paraphrasing, but she said, you know, if I don't care admittedly about someone I should, but if I just don't putting on a front to be nice and cordial and caring, isn't that not being authentic and honest and just being fake and performing? Well, I understood it and I don't want to be flipping about it, but for an analogy's sake, you know, if a homeless person asks for money and I don't feel like giving it, should I, or, or should I not if it's faking it? when my child wants to play or share something, I don't feel like it. And is it being kind anyway, or is it just performing being fake or is it, is it moving above my feelings to do what is best and right? And and that's, uh, I think that's what we're talking about here. We're moving above our mere feelings to do what is good and right and true. Biblically, Matthew five Uh, verse 46, and I use the new King James version personally, says, for if you love those who love you, what reward have you? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? In Luke 6, verse 32 says, but if you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. Interesting stuff to contemplate in our real day-to-day lives here and now. So I want to make one more call out here In show 402. We interviewed Dina Dwyer Owens. She wrote the book Values, Inc. And she shared how her company does business as you should do it. Values first. They do the right thing. But they also made over $2 billion in 2016, surpassing their competitors by far. In that same perspective, or I would say reality Following Zig's advice here in today's message, building healthy relationships is the right thing to do, and it will support and help prosper your success better than a Harvard degree or pretty much anything. Well, folks, thanks for being in here with me, inspiring our true performance together. Look forward to being with you in the next Zigler show.